Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. You're listening to the following on podcast from TalkSport. I'm Neil Mantle, and I'll be joined by the former Ireland international Kath Dalton and former New Zealand all-rounder Ian O'Brien to look back at the Kiwis' three-wicket win in this second one-day international to seal the series 2-0 with a game to come. Plenty to discuss over the next 15 or 20 minutes or so. You're listening to Following On. So for the second game in a row, Ireland lost the toss and were asked to bat first. They struggled against a seeming ball under heavy overhead conditions and a helpful pitch. They made 216 all out in 48 overs with a top score from number seven, George Dockerell of 74, which helped them recover from 61 for four to make uh, a respectable, if uh, it transpired, not competitive total. Although New Zealand tripped and stumbled along their way having won the first one-day international by just a single wicket with one ball to spare. They uh, got home this time with only three wickets to spare, but 11.5 overs uh, remaining. 219 for seven with a top score of 60. From Finn Allen, the opener in just his second one-day international. And Tom Latham steadied uh, the uh, hiccups and uh, stumbles in the middle order with uh, 55. But uh, Ireland fought and scrapped and almost made the impossible come uh, come true, having made 300 for nine in the first game. They were attempting to uh, defend 216. They couldn't do so, but uh, you cannot fault their commitment and their ability to uh, to to make New Zealand scrap. And uh, Kath Dalton, they 
they tried to win it in style. There were bursts of, of boundaries uh, from time to time, but every time they threatened to take control of the run chase, Ireland took another wicket. They did indeed. They kept going, and that was so promising to see is that type of fight. And, and when you're out of a game and you, f you know the opposition is starting to hit cruise control mode, it can be easy just to let your head go down and, and stop fighting. And Ireland didn't do that. And every time they took a wicket, you just got a little sense, or maybe something's going to happen here. After Sunday, you just felt New Zealand weren't looking 100% confident at all stages during that game. And had Ireland scored another 30 runs, another 25, 30 runs, I think they would have been much more nervous than they were. You know, Brian, uh, a win is a win, they say. But uh, my goodness me, New Zealand haven't done it in style, have they? A win is a win, and a win where... Well, a lot of guys got to go have a bat. <laughs> so so the, the positive is that there's some guys got to spend some time out in the middle in both games, which is you, you never you never undervalue in terms of at the start of a... Uh, okay, there's, there's four more games in this tour. So, so so more people got bats, which is as opposed to demolishing the scores two down and... and Middle order, low middle order, don't get a bat, but not at their best. Ireland very good in 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 some important parts of the matches, just just not good enough for, for long enough. Um, which is that's what you see of, of, of teams of the of, of of these two ilk, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I think consistency is the difference between the two sides. We saw we saw New Zealand being a lot more consistent for longer with the ball, and and that was the difference. I feel. There's only one score from an opener as well in this in these two games. There's only been the oh, okay, sorry, uh, Finn Allen in this one. Guptill got 50, but both the two the two Irish openers uh, five and zero for Sterling, and then nine and two for Belburn. So in terms of runs at the top and, and then creating a partnership on the way through, Finn Allen at the top today created a partnership and batted through with a few players, and uh, Guptill did yesterday. Irish at the top, both openers were out sub 30. It's tough. It's tough then. You're on the back foot. Today, okay, two openers. Sorry, both the openers. Well, Finn was there but didn't get to face when you, by the time New Zealand had faced two, uh, two deliveries. But just having that someone there through, through that uh, batting uh, through with the middle order just, just made things a lot easier. So um, Michael Bracewell is a name that uh, won't be particularly familiar to... Uh, um, regular New Zealand cricket watchers, I guess, um, unless they're talking provincial level. What a couple of games he's had. Um, he was given his chance in the first game only because of the absence of Mitchell Santner. He made a truly astonishing 127 not out to win the game. And once again, he uh, was uh, per calmness personified. And here he is talking to Alan Lewis. Uh, the bowlers got off to a great start there. Um, Matt Henry uh, set the tone with three, three maidens in a row, I think, which which sort of really set the tone for us as a, as a bowling unit. And then Jacob Duffy on debut was outstanding up the top there as well. So it made it a lot easier to come in um, when Ireland were under a lot of pressure to bowl. Well, then, of course, it was spin. And in that department, you're 10 overs, 2 for 26. But crucially, the important wickets of Tector and McBride, who've been in form in this particular series so far. Yeah, they both played beautifully the other day. And uh, fortunately enough, it's a different wicket and it's spun a little bit more for us today. So, yeah, I think we were able to, as a, as a spin bowling unit, extract uh, some turn out of that wicket and, again, put Ireland under some pressure. And, yeah, the wickets fell my way today, but um, there's a total group effort out there. And we were a little bit intrigued on comms, Craig McMillan as well, that you suggested to the skipper that 
that ball was going to hit the leg stump, but he should move on his way. And of course, you end up perfectly with 42 of 35 deliveries to finish the game. You must be really pleased with that. Yeah, I'm really pleased that I was able to see the game through and, and be there at the end. And um, I think, yeah, it's one, of, it's one of those ones that you're always in as a chance with the bowling side. So, yeah, I'm pretty pleased that I was able to see that game off and be there at the end. Well, you've had a wonderful series so far, Michael. Many congratulations on all your accolades and awards. Congratulations. Thanks so much. Cheers. Thank you. Michael Bracewell, whose uh, nickname, ironically, is Beastie. He seems uh, incredibly gentle for a man with a nickname like that. But uh, here's Ireland captain Aldi, uh, Andy Balburnie on, on defeat. This morning it was inclement, it was over, over, overcast. A difficult toss to lose and difficult up front. Yeah, it was. It's always tricky when the ball's nipping and spinning and, you know, 20 overs into a game. Um, we had to batten down the hatches a bit there and try to get some sort of a score on the board. Uh, we managed to do that. Um, you know, it still was, wasn't a good enough score in the end, but uh, the way we scrapped with the ball um, showed if we had maybe found 20 or 30 runs from somewhere, uh, we could have been even closer to maybe a win. But um, that's the way it goes, and uh, I just have to practice my tossing over the next couple of days. <laughs> well, crucially in the middle, a fantastic innings from George Dockrell ably supported but just that special partnership that was required yeah i think if we had had a big partnership someone to bat with george for probably a longer period of time um we could have got a you know 230 240 which could have been very competitive um george is in brilliant form he hits the balls into really strong areas in the ground and he's a powerful guy so um it's great to see him in form um andy mcbrien up top showed um some real patience um but we've got to we've got to come back on friday and, and hopefully get a win and you must have been happy at the end the way the side scrapped yeah, we were. I think uh, we could have maybe scrapped a bit more. We went through a couple of phases where we were maybe a bit kind of dead in the field, but that's down to us and creating an atmosphere to, to create that pressure and, and not relying on wickets to do that. So uh, there, there are some positives out there today, but um, it's another kind of loss and, and we're disappointed. OK, many thanks, Andrew, for thanks your too. time. Thank thanks. you. Andy Valverney, uh, philosophical, but uh, he, was, he was right. I mean, another 25 runs could have made all the difference. Here's New Zealand captain Tom Latham. Tom, you must be very pleased with that result today. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a great performance, I think. Uh, winning the toss was obviously pretty crucial, and uh, even though we did that, it was important we put the ball in the right areas. And uh, as, as Brace has said, we, you know, the, the guys up top, uh, Matt Henry and, and Jacob Duffy, set the tone for us, getting a couple of early, early wickets, which, which is always important in that power play. And, um, and obviously the ball was turning as well, and I thought the spinners um, you know, through the middle, all, all three of them did, did a fantastic job, and to restrict them to, to 216 was outstanding. And um, then obviously with the batter, was, um, you know, obviously off to... A bit of a shaky start, but uh, I think the way Finn came out and played was was outstanding. Absorbed a bit of pressure and and then put it back on them. And uh, it was probably similar to the first innings where we couldn't quite get those partnerships together, but uh, we managed to get over the line in the end. Well, your spinners really, after that initial stages, really took a grip, didn't they? With Michael Satner and obviously Phillips, they did a really good job for you. Yeah, they did, and I think it's really important through the middle stages of one-day cricket where, where you, you need to take wickets, and obviously the wicket assisted them a little bit, but uh, you know you still got to put the ball in the right areas, and uh, I thought they did a fantastic job, and uh, the fields that they wanted were, were really good, and um, yeah, I just I guess asking them to play good shots off our good balls, and uh, you know we managed to keep taking wickets, which is really important through one-day cricket. Have you come in at four after two balls before? Uh, no, never before. Uh, yeah, as I said, obviously a little bit of a shaky start, but uh, I guess the way we were able to absorb a little bit of pressure and then um, and then Finn, uh, you know, he's such a powerful player and for him just to take a little bit of time out of the game and then uh, put it back on them, I thought he played outstandingly well. 
He certainly did. And obviously, again, the man of the moment who loves Ireland so much, Mike, Michael Bracewell, finishes it off for you. Yeah, he obviously showed his composure again at the end. Uh, I think, you know, him in that role, which is slightly different to what he's used to. Um, you know, being in those situations, being there, not out at the end is, is really important for him. So, um, you know, he's obviously building a lot of confidence and hopefully he can take that on uh, for, for a few more months now. Well, listen, many congratulations on your win today, Tom, and obviously the series 2-0 and uh, all the best for you on Friday. Cheers. Thank you very much. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Tom Latham, the uh, Black Caps captain, he made uh, 55 today. Um, Ian O'Brien, uh, just like when a batsman um, isn't timing the ball and he still manages to make a score, sometimes bowlers are lacking rhythm, but they still manage to get through 10 overs tidily. Um, as a team, when you're not playing your best cricket and you're still winning, uh, that's very often a good sign. Uh, Mentioned it in terms of bits and pieces. A couple of little bits, the glue that held things together with the with Gupta and, and obviously Bracewell doing something ridiculous in, on, on Sunday. And then those little bits of glue. So Finn's 60, Finn Allen's 60 today. And then Bracewell uh, sort of holding that batting together again. Latham uh, uh, as well today. Bowling, bits and pieces. Started well today. Middle with the spin was, was okay. And then as soon as the seamers, the quicks came back for their second spells, they... They didn't really get it. They didn't really, uh, couldn't really find lines and lengths and the right fields to match. And there was some good hitting, especially uh, Dockrell. So yeah, when when you're not at your best, and enough people have good enough games, it is a good sign. But you'd rather, you'd rather a, f- a little bit more from a little bit from from fewer, if that makes it. Yeah. And Kath Dalton, this is a, uh, the first game, particularly, was a golden opportunity missed for Ireland to add uh, to add New Zealand to the Test playing nation scalps of uh, of 
South Africa, the West Indies twice, and England in the last uh, 12 or, 15 or 13 months uh, for the Irish. Um, Andy Balburnie, the skipper, genuinely, genuinely disappointed there. I mean, there, you know, it wasn't like... Uh, well, we can take some positives from this. Um, you know, there was it was none of that sort of cliches. He said that they you know, were twenty runs short, and um, he he was um, he really meant it when he said we want to win games of cricket and we're going to come back on Friday and and try to do that. Absolutely, and so they should. They have to have that mentality that they want to win games of cricket and not just survive. Survival does you nothing to win a game of cricket. You have to go out there with mentality to win. And they, their top order hasn't fired yet. And and one of the key players being Paul Sterling. Two innings now so far and, and he hasn't fired. If, and if Ireland are going to win, we've, they have, he has to fire at some point. He has to get a big score on the board and set a platform up. If they've lost two wickets early early on, it just tenses everything up. And obviously on that pitch, it was difficult to bat. But maybe he should have sat in a little bit longer and tried to build some sort of score. He's got to get in line first. This is the first th- first thing. Out yesterday, bowled uh, through playing over the top of one. Out today, LBW, I think it was, uh, missing another one angled back into the stumps. There's a, there's an, from the outside looking in, watching the replays and watching him and knowing him a little bit, having played against him and played with him, doesn't want to get in line to the quicks, doesn't want to get in behind it, doesn't really want to commit commit the chin over the ball there's an element where he loves he plays through the offside he's a predominantly offside player but at the top of the innings those stumps a little bit of a a, a new ball it, it just felt like he's a little bit back a little bit behind a little bit tentative and stumps it's stumps are all over the place if, if you're just a little bit behind as, as an opening batter and look that may be why he hasn't I was talking to uh, Jared Kimber earlier. That may be one of the reasons why he hasn't progressed in terms of the the, 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 the T20 competitions around the world, the IPLs, the, the CPLs, those things. Jared was, you know, the quality of bowling at that level will work him out pretty quick, as New Zealand have done here. So for Ireland and domestically, pretty good record, but don't you don't play against those 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 quicker bowlers as often. When I've seen him bat, he always looks to go offside. He looks to get inside the line of the ball. You're exactly right, Ian. He he goes that way, and that movement is just it makes him so susceptible to an in swinger. So they set him up. They go out, 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 and then eventually they're going to bowl one back in, and he doesn't have an answer for it at the moment. I just feel like he could just punch those back down the ground straight. He'd score more runs. <laughs> even Easy if he said. even if he was just a fraction more positive, he would be in a better position. If he if he was uh, Dockrell backing away, hitting it over extra cover. Back away, hit it over extra cover because he hits the ball well. He's got a wonderful eye. Looks awkward when you do that at the top of the innings, but maybe, maybe something for him. Finn Allen, um, you mentioned him, the, the fact that he made 60. Now, um, Mark Adair bowled uh, <laughs> uh, Martin Guptill and Will Young with the first two deliveries of uh, the innings. and So New Zealand chasing 217. They're naught for two after two balls. And Finn Allen, who has a career strike rate of 140 and is one of the most exciting, innovative, uh, creative batsmen in in the game today, has just reined it in. He's played within himself. He played at innings of enormous maturity. He hit a couple of glorious shots. We did see some of the best of Finn Allen, a couple of sixes over long on that went almost as high as they did long, and they went very long. Um, but that the, the way that that he he didn't just tee off um, like he might have done uh, had they made a start of you know twenty without loss. He played 
played a lot of first-class cricket this year and, and played at the top of the innings and didn't have a lot of success. Had had some good 20s and 30s in the kind of way that you'd expect a, a T20 player to, to score some good runs at the top and have some freedom. There was... That, I think, paid off a little bit today. He, he had the confidence to to sit in without looking twitchy, without looking scratchy, without... He restrained it. We spoke about the hands going and, and, and withdrawing some shots. And then he earned the right, as we hear the saying, he earned the right to, to hit through the ball at a couple of times. And a 60 that, that made New Zealand's innings very, very, very different in the partnership with Latham. As for Ireland, I mean, uh, Paul Sterling is their senior player. He's got over 5,000 runs. Just seems to me that he might be a little inhibited um, by the fact that so much uh, uh, the, the team is reliant so much on him and so much depends on, on him and his form. Um, I mean, he is an opener. That's that's what just what he what he does. He's what he's always done. And so um, it would sound ridiculous to suggest that he maybe pops down to <laughs> to number four. Um, but uh, he somehow needs to be uninhibited, uh, apart from the technical aspects, as, as Ob says, you know, getting into line. But I mean, he 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 needs to be uninhibited and and just allowed to to relax and and go out there and and play like he does in a T20, maybe. Yeah, and his mo is to go for it. He's known for his power hitting. He's known for having a high strike rate and being aggressive. So he's got to go one way or the other. He's either got to look at it from a technical perspective and think, what can I do differently? to that delivery that's getting me out or do I just get really aggressive and actually come down to those deliveries and try and pump them back over the bowler's head so he's got to look at what his strength is as a batter it's very difficult in the middle of a series to change something technically although it is possible to do it is quite challenging so he needs to have a real think about how he's going to play that and have an answer to it just looking for a reason I wonder if the change of coach in terms of trying to play to what the Trying to make sure you do well in the coach's eyes. Every player wants to do well in the coach's eyes. I wonder if there's a change of coach and he does it, he feels he may not have that trust bank to play naturally, play his normal game. I wonder if that's just had a little effect on him being slightly more reserved. So, um, very quickly from both of you, both uh, both formerly uh, uh, New Zealand and Irish internationals respectively, um, Obi, um, uh, Kath, what do we expect from in the third one day international um, and and also just looking ahead to the T20 series which uh, we'll be bringing you live um, here on TalkSport 2 the first one on Monday I think we'll see Ireland go out with the regression and, and look to be as competitive as possible and they'll go for it they'll go for their cricket that's what I expect to see I thought they did exceedingly well today exceedingly well today on the back of that horrific loss in terms of how that would have felt to them and I, and I hope they, 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 they keep pushing hard like they did today and especially through the T20 Hope you've enjoyed the first couple of one day internationals if you missed uh, the second one uh, second one day then uh, here are the highlights for you Henry in big appeal for leg before wicket up goes the finger I have to say, that looked very, very straight and umpire Paul Reynolds didn't have to do a great deal of thinking about that. Oh. Bold him, he's left that one alone, Andy Belverney and Matt Henry clips the top of off stump and Belverney has gone and Ireland in all sorts of trouble at five for two. This one does swing, but into the middle of McBride's bat. Again, he just holds his toes a little bit better and that's going to go for four, good timing. The slip and a gully in and there's an edge and I said before maybe they could have had an extra slip in but I thought their tactic was right.
I was wrong. And he oh. fights this up, and he's hit this off the toe of the bat, straight to long oh on. Oh, my word. And Glenn Phillips completes the catch. Full outside off stump. This is good footwork. He sort of walks into this drive in the end, and then just punches it past mid-off. Down the wicket stumped. Bracewell turns it past the bat of Andy McBride, and, well, his patience eventually snapped. Slog sweep, and he's hit it really well. Great connection. Six runs, first six of the innings. That's outside of stump. Slog sweep, beautiful connection. That one's gone above the press tent and out. Oh, actually, it's bounced back off something because he showed he's got it in his hand um, for six. And he's edged this, and that's gone to slip, and he's gone. Oh, he gives himself room again. And this time, he hits it for six, there's Dockrell. George Dockrell on strike. Low full toss, and it's heaved out towards Cal Corner, and I think he's going to get four. He will. Phillips in again. Slashed away in the air and caught. Blair Tickner takes the catch. I enjoyed that from uh, Glenn Phillips. Coming in again. Leg cutter slow ball, pitched up, gets the edge and goes out exactly what I was saying a couple of balls ago, hilariously. And Simi Singh just tried to run that down to third. Um, unfortunately, just nicks it through. Martin Guptill. Two slips in, a marker there. Balls in! First delivery. Yorker straight through Guptill. What a delivery first up. Adair. Yes. yes. Bowled him. Yes. Bowled him. Goodness gracious me. So uh, Craig Young bowls the second over and Tom Latham drives it beautifully through the offside for four. Adair comes over the wicket. This is hit straight up in the air by Fidel and it's gone very, Matt. very high. Matt. And it's gone, oh, geez, he's cleared it Matt. about 30 metres. I thought it might have gone a metre or two over, but wow. Short down the leg side helped again. And that's another four. Oh, this is getting messy. This one does turn and Finn Allen turns it out to mid-wicket, and they run through for a single, and that's his 50. Camphor in again, and that one is chipped up into the air and caught at mid-on. Josh Little takes the catch, Curtis Camphor makes the breakthrough. They're going to scamper back ah! to the second. Direct hit, direct hit from 60 yards. Definitely try and score 20 runs again in this over, and he has. Slog sweep over the press tent again. This probably isn't going to 50 overs. Anyway, bowled him! Oh, oh. A big appeal for leg before wicket, up goes the finger. Another twist in the tail is there. Flicked away out towards deep mid-wicket and caught. Simi Singh has a wicket, Mitchell Santner's gone. Simi Singh in and the game could be over, it is. Down the wicket comes Michael Bracewell, launches his third, six onto the grass, bank over long on. And New Zealand have won this game by three wickets having won the first by just a single wicket with one ball to spare. They've won this one with 11.5 overs to spare, but by just three wickets. They reach 219 for seven. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. 
if you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.